Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. From masterpieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, There's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, cause we're already. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 758, The Nun Too Much. <laughs> the Nun... Yeah. Oh, sorry, oh. I had fallen asleep just oh, from no. you mentioning the title like, of this movie. I feel movie. like last time I was here we did this. This is the same reaction. I tell you what, uh, the Dracula movie feels like <laughs> Mission Impossible compared to this one, guys. <laughs> so I guess uh, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Before we dig in, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeartTuneIn, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. It's super helpful. It's good for our egos, which could use it big time. And uh, right now, you ain't lying. <laughs> and uh, what else? Oh, and it's helpful for the people that come along after you. So uh, you can also find us on YouTube, where you can watch us now in color, Technicolor, yeah. yes, three D. Yeah. Put on the blue and red glasses. You're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what, uh, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. We've titled the group The League of Show Shares because we're hoping you will be kind enough to share an episode so more people will listen. Uh, Marketing pe- geniuses. Yes. People who were kind enough to share an episode last week include Tom Dowdy, Jason McLean, Travis Tewitt, Tammy Lynn Powers, Betts, Julianne Jordan, Chris Magic Man, Chris Balls. Phil Timon, Gabriel Lugo, Ralph Tribble, Dissect That Film, Greg Sum- Sumners, Taylor Ward, Heather Sachs, Christopher Rex, Nostalgia Cast, Mike Mike and Oscar, Spoiler Piece Theater, Ronnie Castle, In Session Film, Colby Mack, Geek to Me Radio, 
Feel and Film, Binge Movies, and Ryan Terry. So thank you very much. We greatly appreciate it. And finally, don't forget, we do have a Patreon where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content, and we like you extra. There's more. What do we have left? Captain America and the Avengers? Uh, let's see. Next one up is Captain Iron America. Man 2 is oh, coming out. Oh, we did that one, though. It's in the can. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I was uh, like, oh, no. <laughs> no, so, yeah, whatever the rest of those phase after Iron Man Captain 2. America and uh, the Avengers, and then we're done. That okay. only took us seven Thor? months. We haven't done Thor yet. Did we? And I, I think we did. No, I think we <laughs> kept saying we were going to and just oh. never did it. Well, things have come up. Yeah, so <laughs> Thor is a coming. Yes. Okay. Oh, hey, now that's a different movie altogether. Ooh, hey. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> well, donate, donate those bucks. <laughs> Riding a rock your world. Get Joe a blonde I, wig. I thought fine. you said donate those bucks, and I was like, nope, uh-huh. that makes sense for that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, there's all that. Let's uh, let's stick it. Okay, in, shall we? So, uh, you know, every studio has tried the Marvel model, right? right. They've all tried it. And the non-cinematic universe. Yeah. Well, this is the conjuring. Isn't I it? Right. And I will say... This is the one that's probably gotten closest that's to success. What I, you're I mean, exactly right. It, they're making money, even though, except for the first two conjuring movies, they've all been trash. Um, Have they? No, they I no, thought that, the that, first nun was decent, and I hadn't seen the other ones the, in this no, we, movie. We did Annabelle. We've done the Annabelle yeah. movies. The Annabelle creation one is really I wasn't good. here i wouldn't go that far it was better than the first one i wasn't here at oh. least for one or two of those annabelle movies yeah the, the third Lord one's not very but good. The, but I, we watched the nun and i was like okay this was decent like i was fine with that i'm like okay they got something with this spinoff it's decent this movie is so boring i thought it was fun i it, uh, here's the thing they're trying to turn them into like detectives Okay. Nun detective. Well, this is but, like Nundercover. But, that, but we see that all the time, <laughs> right? Like nuns fun. Nun fun. Yeah. Yeah. I did get a trailer for Nuns on the Run, which I was like, oh, oh man, I, I didn't see it. There. I need I to go back. Time to... I need to go back and rewatch that movie with Robbie Coltrane. I just, yeah, I, I just think, Eric Idle, I think it just feels a little preposterous. Okay. So, but okay, I... <laughs> but the the priest in The Exorcist. This movie wanted to be The Exorcist so bad. This movie it, wanted to be The Exorcist three so bad. The, the look of it, yes. It just they kept doing the the grainy, <laughs> like poorly lit cobblestone right. streets. Which like, I gotta tell you, rain. I thought this movie looked great. I thought this movie had some of like that scene where uh, Tessa Formiga's on the train, and I was like, okay, this feels like. I like the magazine scene. I think that's very good. It's a, I like it's, the idea of the magazine, but every magazine wouldn't have a large portrait of a person on the right page. It's, it's, it's possessed. I was like, okay, but the pages don't change because how many, they're possessed. How long are these magazines? I was. I, like, I, it, it was at one point where I was like, that's okay, a, I can accept that this is a demon flipping this, these pages. Just like a Sears catalog, <laughs> circa nineteen seventy eight. That the magazine thing is the coolest thing in the entire movie. The coolest concept, but every right page had a portrait of someone you you wouldn't have that many and i mean okay maybe i want you to go back couple, i want you to go back to 1956 and find the, yeah, all the magazines i have a lot of old <laughs> magazines and not every right portrait and guess what all the magazines on the right every page on the left had a portrait of someone <laughs> i mean it's just it was stupid the way that it all lined up too perfectly i'm like you could have made a better collage with that same concept but not made it so like picture picture it picture, is it, it just when you look at the Create, creators of these movies, right? We start with James Wan and Lee Winnell. Uh, I think Gary Doberman comes in and does some of the. Uh, I almost think. Oh no, Mike Flanagan did that. Did the Ouija sequel that was mm-hmm. really good. I don't uh, think I saw it. Yeah, uh, I don't think I've seen either of those movies. 
the first one's not great, but then they come I back think we with covered this, one because I think Dan was on the episode. They come back with we because about. I remember doing Oculus. Yeah, which is yeah. also Mike Flanagan. Okay, that was that was solid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, We've done seven hundred and fifty six of these guys. It's really <laughs> hard sometimes to but, remember. Yeah. <laughs> like the the first nun, which I went back and rewatched because I was like, I don't remember. Was that punishment? guy in the first movie? Yeah. Okay. He's the which he's, guy. Frenchie. The guy that the, she's like, you saved me, and there's flashbacks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Frenchie. Frenchie's yeah. the yeah. like a main character. Yeah, okay. he's a main character in the yeah. first one. Um, That's, I mean, and he's and she's not wrong. Like she at the end of that movie, uh, Tessa Formiga, who it's like, can we just say what that she's the biggest wasted <laughs> opportunity? Not only does she look just like her sister, she looks just like her, and the timeline lines up lines up perfectly for this to be an origin story. Like, why are we not doing that? Or why are we casting her? Like, I have I think Tessa Formiga is great. I think she's great in American Horror Story. I think she was really good in. Um, there was like a meta slasher flick where her mom was like a final girl and she goes into the movie to mm. was it final girls. It was final girls. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Dang. Uh, with Mal and Ackerman. But I, I think that she is, this should be like, this should be, should be the, the Mary, uh, Warren especially because you know that Mary, the Mary Warren character was a nun or yeah. was going to be a nun. And yeah. like, so it's like this, like this would fit perfectly to to butt up against the conjuring what a miss opportunity doing here why yeah, that, wh- what what which is where i thought we were going in the first one same i i really thought that last scene was going to be like you She's, know i'm out of here now i'm out of here gonna, i'm changing yeah. my name to mary right right and and uh and and they just and i i am so flummoxed <laughs> by the fact that they have this wonderful opportunity where she, like i said she looks just like her. Just like her. Yep. And she's a good actress. Yep. So like, you know, like... She's significantly better in this than I think she was in the first one. I thought she was good in the first one. I thought she was fine yeah. in the first I one, mean, but she I, just she felt more... Yeah. In, not invested, but like into the character. Yeah. Because I mean, this okay, character is different. This movie felt very long. How long was this movie? Almost uh, two hour hours. and 50 minutes. Yeah. It so felt... Like, almost, I agree with you. Almost two hour movie. Because almost every scene is is this. Oh, scary music! <laughs> tension build, tension build. Is jump scare. Here's the is jump scare of of the nun, and then, and then nothing. nothing happens. Okay, so here's, here's two people die in this yes, movie. Yes, this is the problem. Is, uh, Both of them, them could have been old age. I gotta tell yeah. you though, <laughs> I, that, uh, that first one I was like, oh, they just killed a kid. Like that doesn't happen often. And, what and, the first one was the priest burning? The priest oh no, burns. you're right. They the didn't second kill one, the kid was yes, there. They, no, they killed the, that girl that went to go see Frenchie when she's that she's dropping off like the delivery. Did they take her out? Oh, yeah. Oh, but she wasn't like kid kid. You don't see that. I will say you don't see that very yeah. often. So when they do. We just saw it two weeks ago. That's true. And, Hall- <laughs> and Halloween ends as well when they yeah. smash that kid in the floor. I've tried was, to block that movie. Out. Not me. Uh, <laughs> I will say when they kill a, a kid, I that gives you a level of. Any anything's but possible. They kill like, the two people in the beginning of the movie, and they kill one person at the end of the no, movie. No, no, no. They and kill there's an hour and a half of them going like this: run, run, run. Scary. Okay, run, 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 run. <laughs> You're knocked out. Run, 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 run. Scary. Run. It's like okay, the nun breaks necks, stabs people, kills people. Here's our main characters. Boo. Ah. Boo. You're knocked out. Okay. Here, let, I'm gonna surround you in a prison of spikes. Yeah. Why is the nun not just killing people? I I don't know. She kills people when she wants in the beginning, they, but okay. when your main characters come, at because... least hit their knuckles with a ruler. <laughs> yeah, it's 1956. I've, I've been there, and that yeah. was in the 80s. Um, but the plot armor. They, they I will just... say, I think that there is 
Okay, so the, the premise of this movie is we see at the end of the first one that Tessa Formiga and also this priest who gets a worse kill off screen than uh, Mutt from Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones, where he's just like, he had cholera, he's dead. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> yeah. Just... Oh, Jesus. All right. Um, yeah, it's so ridiculous. So they think they vanquished uh, Valak, who is this demon that we see in The Conjuring one and two i think i still don't think i've ever seen those movies that's honestly. insane to i me. just two well, these aren't helping its case no i <laughs> the first two <laughs> yeah are great yes yeah. are totally worth your time they are so good yeah. so good so, and and you know i don't like i've these heard kind of they're movies. really good they just... <laughs> are so good of like of all the the movies in this franchise, I actually own on Voodoo, yeah. Conjuring 1 and 2. The, the rest fan- of them I don't care about. It's so. tough because two... They're picking these cases from the Warrens who are hucksters. They're also pieces of... Yeah. Yeah. Like, he... Ed Warren is a is the is the worst of the worst. It's and too bad can, they're tied to these people because because Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga are so damn good, right? And likable, which is another that. reason to make this an origin story about her that has no basis in reality. Sure, uh, just like these are just characters. W- they're just characters now. Yeah, like, right? this is they're basically like P.T. Barnum and Greatest yeah. Showman. I mean, the, the, you don't go to that movie and they're not going to be like, yeah. And then P.T. Barnum you know did heard? all this skill stuff. They're like, no, this is like a caricature with the same name it's you know not I heard yeah. when you said that what's that wah 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 because i was like <laughs> the greatest showman i didn't see that uh but this really <laughs> but this movie there is so little going on yeah. it, okay i'm telling you i'm i'm not making this up so i'm in the theater i had to go to amc because alamo Boo. was uh, a different time or whatever okay Someone snoring on my left. <laughs> someone snoring on my right. I went, my, mind you, eleven forty-five show That's in the tough. AM. Snoring on my left, snoring on my right. I dozed off two or three times. I mean, this is the biggest snooze fest of a movie. It's tough because I think I don't think it's a snooze fest. I I, but I'm also invested in this series for the most part. It's almost like I I refer to it as like supernatural, right? Like those first four or five seasons of Supernatural are really good. They've got a story. They've yeah. got, you know, it's it's everybody's engaged. By the time you get to season, I don't know, whatever, 15, you're like, yeah, man, I just want to see how this ends. It's just like, something I, watch. I just want to see how I'm like, I'm invested in these characters. I just want to see how this ends. I and wish I cared. I, I could not wait till this ended. I was sitting there the entire time, like, please just end this movie. Like, I, it was, this was torture to sit through. For that's me. crazy. I, I, didn't I couldn't was... find any entertainment in it. You know, it just... I thought that I thought the jump scares were well done. I think the scene. Really? I do. I think that scene. There were a couple good jump scares, but it was like only jump scares. It was a jump scare delivery. Was it the nun with sharp teeth? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> was so that was. the okay? But that's what she looks like. <laughs> Saw that about eight times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After the first couple, I was like, I get it. Nun gonna pop up, and she's gonna show you her sharp right, teeth. Right. Right. Cool. No, I. I think the I think the scene with the head headmistress in the chapel uh, with her demon son. You know how you know she's the headmistress, right? No, it is dirty knees. Oh, look at you! You walked right into that. I did. Yeah, yeah. I thought I laughed when the kid flung his uh, hit lantern, a, hit her, like hit her a, with the urn. I mean, it, I don't. know. But I do think like when she's flashing that light, of you know what they're trying to do, right? But like it, it they do they play with the shadows really well. I think that scene with. Um, Sophie on the steps when she comes face to face with the nun and like the lights come on and it's it's just like a uh like on a the wall. like a grease painting. It's a cool, it's a cool look. I think yeah. it's a cool but they do I liked it. when they had the girl uh in the place where Batman fought Joker. 
I like that. You like that one in the bell tower? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of ends the same way. The and then the nun said, you wouldn't dropped. hit a nun with glasses. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> and then when the nun dies, she's got like that little laughing thing. Ha ha ha. Can we just talk about Batman, please? Happily. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the, the this nun character shows up in Conjuring 1 and 2, and then they spin her off. We get the origin. Can I tell you guys? I thought that every scene that went to Frenchie and the teacher and the daughter was a flashback. I did not know these were in the same timeline. What? When they got together, I said, what the... <laughs> I could not follow this. I, I thought they were flashing back between how the nun came to be because they kept talking about the history of the nun. I thought we were watching the nun first be a spooky oh, nun. You the uh, and we were going to nun? our nun, Tessa Formiga. Okay. And then no, when they so got the, together, I'm like, in the first, I thought that was a twist. In the first movie, <laughs> she ends up having to go with this priest to this cathedral. You know, when in, early in the movie where the, all the nuns are sitting around like peeling potatoes yeah. or whatever, and the nuns telling the story. That's the recap of the first movie. Yes. Okay. Cause, so, see, and I thought that was the... And then I, and then we cut to Frenchie and all that stuff. I thought they were showing us. Yeah. Like, I, I, no. that was just how the, I took that. Was so, Here's the flat... Here I'm telling you. And then... Whoo, it's olden days. Well, it's also like yeah. it's much. It, it visually looks different, right? Yeah, like the, that first like one is very, it, it felt it, like two different because yeah. it's it's very bright when mm-hmm. you get to the Frenchie scene. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying it's just this movie felt very weird. And but yes, so in the first one, the priest and the nun go to this uh, convent. I think it's what it was, uh, and we find out that there was someone that tried to unearth this demon. The bombing in World War II had released this demon that had been locked up because by these nuns who, who just pray, and constantly. then the nuns would to keep her at bay were mm-hmm. praying on twenty-four hour shifts, correct, uh, mm-hmm. nonstop to and keep her trapped. Trapped, and then they the nun starts to break free. We find out that the only thing that will stop the nun Valak uh, is the demon's name. Um, is the blood of Christ is a vial of the blood, of and Christ. it's I, I got to tell you, it's a fun scene in the first movie where Tessa Formiga like cracks open the the vial, drinks the blood, and as the as Valak has like Tessa Formiga dead to rights, she spits the blood into her face, and I was like, that was pretty dope, like that was cool. Um, <laughs> and but, normally you're not a fan of spitting, no, not at all, more of a swallowing. Kind yeah, of guy. well, you know, if you're gonna do the job, do it right, right, yeah, and have Too, some respect for the blood of Christ. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. or the never mind. Um, <laughs> let's see how more offensive we can make this. <laughs> but in that in that in that process, Frenchie is attacked by Valak, and he Valak possesses Frenchie. The end of the Nun One is we get that recap that goes back to the first Conjuring, which is the first time we see Ed and Lorraine Warren, and they are performing an exorcism on Frenchie. Mm. To and I think that first one, that ending, I was like, that's. That's crazy that they figured that out yeah. and went back and reworked that into like that's, you know, the ending scene. Mm. Well, not really sure how that ending scene works now. Right. Right. Because like they you see us rude themselves. You see us. You see them killing. Yeah. The 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 demon. The, the demon. And presumably Frenchie has been exorcised. Correct. Unless we're saying that he hasn't. But then what? Like, why would you? This poor, this poor guy. But if he killed the demon, then twice. What, what is in him? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or then what's the thing? Because like in The Conjuring 2, I'm pretty sure that like uh, Mary Warren has like visions of Valak killing Ed. But mm. then it's like if it's gone, what, why do I care? Well, right. it's it's not gone. But if it's, it's not. It's a horror franchise. But, it's no, never but, gone. But it's never the, gone. The catalyst of... 
uh, Valak attaching itself to the Warrens is the exorcism of Frenchie. Oh, so but if, if they Fren- change the... But if Frenchie's not able to be exorcised... Yeah. What? Why? Who knows? Like, because that, that, I think the ending of that, that first one is perfect. Because you're yeah. like, okay, full circle. We're right. right back to where we were. So there's more, more nun and priest killings, and they enlist Tessa Formiga. Yeah, they, and... basically there's a line that's going, like, from Romania across... And they're like, this is where it starts, and they're, you know... I... I thought it was Dracula coming over on a boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is funny that, like, Romania, uh, all bad. Yeah. All demons and vampires come from living Romania. There? It's just this beautiful, pleasant. It's probably just the gorgeous little nice. The Romanians thing. are like, what the hell, man? Right. What do we do like, to you? We, yeah. Our culture is just. Our culture's not vampires. Our culture is not your costume. (laughs) They're sitting there in just these lovely little quaint towns. Probably looks like something from The Hobbit. Right, right. Uh, I I like detective horror stories. I think those are a lot of fun because they're not very... They're rare to get one of the... I do too, but what makes these nuns detectives? I like detective stories, but I just... When you throw in these younger... These kids haven't been around that long. You get the girl... I guess she was in Missing. I didn't see that, but that's the girl. Yeah. Oh, and she's on Last of Us. Yeah. Who is she in The Last of Us? She's the girl that she falls in love with. Yeah. She's um, Ellie's girlfriend. Oh, in that one flashback. I got you. I got you. Yes. I knew she looked familiar and I could. Okay. Yeah. And she's good in this movie. But I just mean, so you have that. She's kind of like this rebellious nun who's not playing by the rules and stuff. And it's just they get together and then they start solving these detective mysteries. Well, I think. (laughs) But, but Father Mirren is the same character. Father Mirren is in in The Exorcist. He's basically a detective who's also an exorcist. Mm. So. And uh, I guess it just feels George like when you've been George... established for a while and you've been doing it. Okay, I get that character. But when these nuns show up and then they start talking like they're in seven, you know what I mean? It just, I don't know. But Tessa Formiga has done this. She was it. She was, she fought yes, this but, demon. But, and... the, but the other girl is That's talking fair. about clues and stuff. I'm saying the way, she, the way the other nun is talking, <laughs> she starts rattling off these things. But, oh, and the, this is like this. And I'm just like. Uh, Why? <laughs> how is she a detective? I just, I don't know. My she's, favorite part she's like, is when she's like Watson when they decide they need the eyes of Saint Lucy, and and it's like that to me. That was that was the jump too far. It was like the eyes of Saint Lucy have been missing low these years. The demon has been searching for them for three millennia, and they can't be found. And we put this is the, oh here they are. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, we looked through the they goat. Just we, to- we looked through the goat eye and figured it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. I do agree. You need the staff of Ra. That's right. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Like these movies haven't really dealt with the idea of logic, rel- logic, but also <laughs> relics. Right? They've they've de- they've de- defended on the like the ex- the rights of exorcism and things like that. There's that there hasn't been a crosses, which doesn't really yeah. count. But when you start going after the eyes of Saint Lucy, who had her eyes plucked out for some reason. I don't know. Cause she uh, kept pulling the football away. Was that Lucy? Yeah, that is Lucy. Yeah. yeah right on. <laughs> she offered substandard <laughs> psychiatric yeah. care, but for surprisingly reasonable rates. Yeah. 25 cents. Right? That's five cents. Oh, okay. Yeah. But there's nothing now. wrong with the concept of these movies. And I, again, I even thought the nun one, I don't remember the plot points and the characters, but I remember watching being like, Oh, that was decent. Like go back and listen to that episode. I thought it was decent, but the, the script of this exact movie not the concept the script it would be nice if it was written by someone who understood catholicism that is fair like they're they they clearly don't know anything about catholicism 
Like that's a good point because there's so there's one scene where she's like getting attacked by the nun and she's praying at it, and okay. she says, "In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit." No Catholic in 1956 absolutely not would say Holy Spirit, Holy, Holy Ghost. Ghost, Holy Ghost. I Ghost. know that, and I've Holy never had Spirit anything. doesn't kick in until Vatican II. Is that right? In the 60s, yes. Okay, and so like nobody would have said Holy Spirit in 1956. That's true. The other Catholic problem this movie has is that is the ending of the film would oh. not work. Why is that? So okay. the ending of so, the we'll just get right to the ending. Yeah. They get to the ending of the film. I and, thought the ending so, was kind of smart, but I like It's it. smart, except it's dumb. <laughs> so the idea is they need the blood of Christ mm-hmm. to to kill the the demon. demon and they right? said they were looking for this relic, this blood of Christ. Right. Like, but she had used it up in the last yeah. one. And you you know, this isn't nineteen eighty five, Marty. You can't just walk <laughs> yeah. into any grocery store <laughs> and buy the blood, blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. <laughs> and so, so if you could just make your own blood of Christ, that right. would have been a pretty good so, thing. So in when you're receiving the Eucharist, I'm, I went to Catholic school, so I the cracker? Yeah. Okay. It's a so, it's a wafer. It's a yes. wafer. <laughs> okay. They're not Protestants. It's, it's wafer thin. It's okay. a wafer. Okay. When you're receiving so that is the body of the Christ. Mm-hmm. The the blood is the wine. the wine is the blood of Christ, right? And so transmog. And I like that conversation where she's like, right? Just there's a guy blessing wine or what? Like I really liked. The, Although if she's Catholic and a nun, she should already know this. Correct. This is pretty one on one. But so when it comes to blessing communion wafers and wine, there are two schools of thought. There is consubstantiation and transubstantiation now perhaps counterintuitively in this situation the catholics are trans um <laughs> and then you genuflect oh, correct yeah. and so uh consubstantiation means that you're just you're you're blessing this stuff and it's a it's a metaphor right right transubstantiation it means it's literally mm-hmm. the body and blood of christ the catholics believe if you put it under a microscope it would have the same molecular makeup as the body and blood. Do you of think that Catholics in 2023 still believe that? I don't think Catholics ever truly believed it. But oh, that's I where think... it comes in the whole idea. Oh, it's faith. Right, 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 right. You got to have faith. And so, so when they're fighting the nun, the demon at the end of the movie, and they have all this wine around, and she's like, oh, we'll, we'll, will bless the wine and she says the same thing that the priest says at she mass does. which is you know the whole like the whole this is my body take and eat of it blah the blood of the new and everlasting covenant right. blah 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 that's what the priest says to consecrate it which is the moment it's when they ring the bells that's the moment that it becomes the mm-hmm. body and blood of christ right so here's the problem only a priest that's, can do that yeah that's oh. only that, yeah. a priest can do so that so she has no so like, in the in that. the Catholic Church, yeah. she has no power right. to she right. make that. She does, anyone could go around doing that. <laughs> right. I mean, like, she does not have the capability to do that. Now you can zoom out and say, "Well, this is all just BS." But if you're if, the rules. if you're working using the paradigm right. of Catholicism for the rules and underpinning of your film, then and and you're going to say that this is the blood of Christ when we do this thing and it becomes the blood of Christ. Well, then the rules within that church are 
but only when a priest does it. What, what they should have done was figured out a way to get a to priest. Make, no, in no, that no. Scene. What they should have done is upgraded her. That's it. When can the, women be priests? Or is that no? The f- no. Oh, so I mean, way. that's what I'm saying. So like, then I guess you. Well, couldn't really... no. What they could have done is when she goes to see Monsignor, whatever the hell his name is, library guy. Or, no, no, the 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 priest that or the the guy with like the the different getup that's eating was eating food. That's like, oh, hey man, that you gotta bit. you gotta go okay. to this other yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. What should have happened there is he should have said because of your experience, because of what you've done, you are no. But I that wouldn't have worked in the it no, the I Catholic think, Church. He doesn't have the authority to say that the Catholic Church is. You don't ver- think he could? No, okay. the Catholic Church is very hierarchy. That's true. Hi- hierarchical, uh, whatever. Yeah. There's a hierarchy, right? <laughs> and uh, and so like he doesn't have that power. Like that's the whole point. That would of have the, to come from the Vatican. I that's guess. the whole point of a pope, right? Is that yeah. it, it, the pope? It, you know, when the when the pope speaks, I forget what it, how they say it in Latin, but it means from the chair. And if the pope. Said, infallible? And the, he's infallible, and a lot of people that don't understand the rules of Catholicism thinks that that thinks that when people say the Pope is infallible, it means that he and he's just wandering around. <laughs> he's infallible in whatever he does. No, it's like when he makes a point and he makes a declaration in this certain way at a certain time. If he says it, then it's true, and, and it's from from the the mouth, the Word of God, right? And and basically, the way I've always interpreted and had explained to me is that it, if if the Pope says gay marriage is okay. And the Pope is wrong. When you get to heaven, God ain't gonna be mad at you. That's right, right? He that's gonna all fall to him. It's like, hey man, your your boy down there said yeah. it was cool. Your guy said it was okay. <laughs> we put this guy in charge. Right. If that guy's wrong. You're not in trouble. Well, for we him. didn't put anybody in charge. They're just like, oh, well, yeah. you're good. Yeah, it's not like you get to vote. But, yeah, right. So like, no, he wouldn't have the ability to but, make okay. to make a female priest. That's fair. But if he could, he could. They could say again. This is us writing their movie for him. This is from the Vatican. This is directly from the Vatican because of your. Ex- I'm not saying that. Yeah, I it just could have, but there, I'm saying there if, just should be something in there if they're going to have it end like that. They, I agree. There has to be an explanation. I thought the same thing when she was blessing the wine. Because I, I thought it like, was such a big deal. They're like, oh, it has to be. We have to find the blood of Christ. Like, like that's our MacGuffin I, chase. I like and the solution because from get go, I was like, well, consecrate some wine. You got the blood of Christ, right? If you're Catholic, <laughs> you got a, this is you got a bomb. You got a bunch of dragon fire down in the powers. Yeah, yeah like if this is if we're we're living in the world of, of Catholic war- rules in this movie, I'm like, well, there's your solution. So right. like, I I was fine with that as a solution, but then the, the way to solve it is you just make one of the people in in the scene a priest, yeah. or you bring back the guy from the first one, right? Something. Instead, of you got cholera. You got cholera. Die yeah. off screen. Oh, uh, he's dead. He went back to his home planet. Goodbye. Yeah. Now maybe that's why Frenchie is still possessed and Valak is still around. But then why did it go away? Why did it look like it destroyed it? You know. Oh wait, in the first one. In this one. Oh, when they hit it with the wine. Oh, sure, sure, sure. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe that's why it's still around, right? They're going to come back and say. Well, because silly girls that's, can't do and that, that. And that demon was too dumb to realize that it wasn't the blood of Christ, that, so it disintegrated itself th- anyway. That demon, instead of just killing all the people trying to destroy it, trapped them in little spiky prisons. So I, I do, I, so we find out that Tessa Formiga's character is a descendant of Saint Lucy. Like that's what they're getting at, and that Valak was going across Europe, I guess, killing the the last remaining descendants of this saint, so that the demon could find the eyes eventually. So what was it doing at the magazine stand when it knocked her out? It was so since she is, you're not wrong. I, I just, I just gotta know why it didn't kill her. Like it kills everyone else when it, because we to. find out that he can't burn her. 
So maybe she's got like a little extra mutant power where Valak has to work extra hard to kill this okay. nun. But I mean, like that's what we find. We find out that Valak is going to burn Tessa Formiga alive and it can't. And that's a, a callback to St. Lucy where they tried to burn St. Lucy and they couldn't, but do it, it. but, but it chokes people and breaks their neck. I mean, it but doesn't those just aren't descendants burn. of St. Lucy. I, I know, but why didn't it break her neck? Because it just gives up when it's like, Oh, here's the person I got to kill, but this didn't work. I'm gonna go. I'm I'm a peace out. I, I don't get it. Like I'm sorry, <laughs> Look, guys. I just no, don't no, get I it. Don't I, don't, I don't think you're. I don't get what I, this, we're watching. This is, this is what happens when James Wan and Lee Winnell start this thing, yeah. right? And they kind of pass the reins to Gary Doberman, who is. So how does Lucy have children? How does she have descendants if she's a saint? Could she have a brother? But they wouldn't be descendants. Sure, they would. They'd be no, descendants. They descendant is your offspring. Is your offspring and people from your offspring. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not how saints work. That's a good call. <laughs> right. And I was just like, well, maybe she's... Well, so I looked it up. I was like, well, maybe she's an early saint that, like, got <laughs> Circumvented the rule. Well, like, sometimes you have sure. people that, like, they didn't lead great lives, and then they came to God, and, you know... Yeah. yeah. But it says, like, this is from Wikipedia, which we know is never wrong. Like many of the early martyrs, Lucy had consecrated her virginity to God. So she was a virgin. And she, yes, and she hoped to distribute her dowry to the poor. Uh, so, but, so, so if you're a descendant, it can't be from like her bloodline. But she wouldn't have a bloodline because she didn't. Her like parents, uh, brother, like I just. I mean, a descendant or, is I is someone who descends from you. Yeah, I guess if it's I guess. her actual descendant. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. yeah, I guess they say it's like my sister's kids Lucy. aren't my descendants. That's true. I mean, I'm not from Alabama, <laughs> but I don't know because like, but they're a descendant of your father, and then you're a descendant of your fa- like. I, I just well, don't no, know. I, take, I, but but that logic, we're all related. But, the, but yeah. they do say that these are descendants of Saint Lucy. They're not like this is the descendant of Saint Lucy's the brother. action of moving forward, <laughs> right. downward, dropping or falling, like moving forward. Like that's yeah, you know, yeah. That, I don't. Know. But this is what I'm saying: is James Wan. I'm pretty sure that Lee Winnell was involved. I think in they just really, really stretched this two-hour movie to do anything. And I know you like. I'm not trying to say. No, no, no. I don't think your you're enjoyment. Wrong. I just, from my point of view, there was not a lot going on in this movie. And I just think that they they stretched this idea to get a sequel to a successful horror spinoff. And I wish that they would have written it in an interesting way where stuff actually happened and stuff made sense. Where I wasn't watching it going like. Why didn't it just kill well, her? Because there are, just, especially because there are ways to make this make sense. Certainly, it's, it's yeah. like right, right, It's right. like logic adjacent. Yeah, it's, it's like well, this it is almost makes like they sense. didn't try to do another draft where someone was like, "Well, maybe we should explain this or that." Like, this is what I mean when I say what Marvel did. Right, we talked about it a billion times. Is they moneyballed it, mm-hmm. and they got guys or gals who were on the decline or like middling. And they had they plugged them into their movies. Or, you know, the guy that let's get the fast talking guy. Let's get the Shakespeare guy. Let's get the World War Two guy, you know, where I think the conjuring stuff kind of did it backwards. So they got top tier guys to work on these movies to begin with. And now they've started to, like, filter it down to, like, a guy that maybe has the sound of James Wan a little bit. Yeah, and you know? it just keeps getting worse. Who yeah. is Michael Chaves? Do we know what he... He directed the 
Lola Curse Yorn. of Lala Room. Okay, so he directed that, and he directed The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. And that's, that's a bad one. Which is a bad one. And this is a bad one. Yeah. So, and so was La Lola La Llorona was, I, would, I wouldn't call it bad, but it was definitely middling. Yeah. He did direct HGTV's Selling LA promo campaign oh, in good. 2011. Good, so good, good. I, think I mean, we're all still a buzz about that. And I think Gary Doberman did a few of the Annabelle ones. He did... Uh, I mean, there's so many of these in this world yeah. now, but they started with the the All Star. He squad. directed a Billie Eilish video. Hey, that's a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah, it's no David Fincher, but I'll allow it. Yeah. Um. But they they started with an All Star team, and mm. they have handed it off. This to... is what happens. They started with the All Star team. They won the championship. And those all-stars got more money to go other places. So they're trying to find guys to plug in. And Gary Doberman, I think, is a very accomplished. And and who's he? Is the writer of this? No, no, no. Who is that? Gary Doberman did the Annabelle movies, I think, uh, and some other stuff. But he's a show. He's like the showrunner of this? Or like, who is that? What are we talking about? So he is the other guy that kind of like took over the conjuring stuff after James Wan. He has a ba- based on characters created by credit in this movie. Yeah. So I think he created the nun. Okay. Or Tessa Formiga's okay. character. I just don't follow this franchise. So when you say that name, I'm like, I don't know what he does. Yeah. <laughs> you know? he, I mean, he's involved. Okay. He was like James, he was like James Wan's understudy. Basically, okay. Okay. As a, as a filmmaker. Does he do anything else besides these conjurings that, you know, I thought he got picked up to do, something else like Salem's lot. That's what it was. It's completed. Okay. And I am terrified for that because (laughs) I love that. Executive producer, writer on it. Chapter two. Okay. Annabelle Uh, comes home director, which is the good one. No, no, that's a bad one. Director of this guy, Doberman. Yeah. Uh, then he's got producer on the Lorna producer, writer on the nun. The first one writer it. So he's, is he Andy machete guy or is he a, a Fukunawa guy? Uh oh, that's a good question. Because didn't Fukunawa write he was, his own script? He was. No, I mean, I think it's the script. I think he oh, wrote okay. it. And he kept most of it. Um, Annabelle Creation writer. Annabelle Cre- writer. Annabelle, Annabelle yeah, writer. Annabelle Creation so is the good one. Okay, an Annabelle writer. So yeah. he started. He's a James Wan guy. Okay, he's been around this this Conjuring franchise forever. So that's Annabelle. Okay, yeah. But um, they keep handing it off to people. They're starting strong, and they're handing it off. And now this guy can do it, and this guy uh, can do it. It's, and it's, it's just it's, like it's I, like multiplicity when you make a copy of a copy. Yeah, and like, I'm not. I mean, uh, I'm not trying to. Me- I don't know about this guy. I don't know anything about him. But I mean, just based on what I've seen in this, it's just. It sounds like the Conjuring movies are really good, and now I'm watching these one and two, and we're talking about all these plot holes and how uh, one I think it's super boring because they're not writing them interestingly, but two you have all these scenes that don't make sense. And right. I'm not, and like, we're talking about monsters and demons. That's we've seen it done really well. It's right. not like you're saying, like, Oh, it's just demons. Remember like, in the Annabelle comes home when like a werewolf shows up and we're like, what the hell is going I, on in this I movie? Totally. Dude, not a werewolf shows up in that. I don't movie think I've seen and it's that like, one. this is jump the shark. Like, yeah. I don't know what we're doing. Um, I just think maybe there should have been some more killing. I, I think if the, the, nun, the, the, nun the fact just that keeps, this is rated R boo. is insane. What is it rated me. R for? Boo. Why? Boo. It just, this, it just, all it does. This boo. is a PG 13 movie yeah. that could have made so much more money. I can't if, believe it's rated R. I just cannot even. I can't, there's no, I don't see. I mean, maybe because they kill a kid. I don't know. I mean, no. cut it back a little and make it 13. Yeah, or like, make it R. Yeah. I don't know what You could have made this PG-13 so easily. easily. Like, I don't know why. You I would out, have, if you, you asked 15 me, minutes. If you yeah. asked me, I would have never been like, I had oh, to yeah, look this it is, up. This is R. Yeah. Yeah, there's no cussing. There's no a zombie kid. Like, I, there's nothing here that would yeah. warrant, besides, like, 
blood splatter, but that's I mean that's maybe Jacob Patrick Black. Wilson is too sexy on the mid credit scene. You think that hey, could be the R? Oh, was there be. a mid credit scene? No, sort of. It's I bailed. I just it's I, so dumb. It was the t. It was the dumbest one second thing of the Warrens being like, "Hey, hey, let's fa- get to it." It was just they so, got a phone call at the house, but I was like, "It was just so dumb." When is that from? Like, are we saying that they're going to go fight Valak again? Or no, it was just such a tease for Conjuring Four. It was just like I a, don't know if there's going to be a Conjuring Four. Well, that, you think they're setting the words up? I thought, up I to thought that not... was a prequel, like a like because you know in the Conjuring, the end of that movie is they get a phone call. Spoilers and they're yeah sorry, and they're like, oh, we got to get to Amity. Because there's a, there's I remember a family you that, that needs yeah. our help in Am, you know, in, in Amity. Yeah. Right, did they? Did they go? To, is there a shark killing people? Isn't that Amity? That's oh no, Amity is where Amity. Jaws takes place. That's Amityville. I, just, I know. That's why I just said. He yeah. said Amity. Oh, I did say Amity. Uh, I yes, said, is no, they going to right, find yes. the shark? Ghost Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ghost of Bruce. That's why I was confused. So, do they get the rights to that? No. Because that's the problem that this that's franchise has always has. Is <laughs> they can't do it. Their most famous case is the Amityville Horror, but they don't own the rights nope. to it. Nope. It's one of those things where like, yeah. you can hint around it, right, but yeah. you can't. You know, Because there's a scene, I think, in the second one. When we where saw they... the house, I just thought, like, oh, they must have gotten the rights back, and right. they're going to make no. one. Not the case. Yeah. No, uh, they're in Amnesia. Amnesiaville. <laughs> they're in Shelbyville. That's where they are. So this basically bounces back and forth. So... Tessa had, knew Frenchie from the first one, mm-hmm. their connection. Then now Frenchie is working at a boarding, mm-hmm. boarding school. school. That was like a, it was a monastery that a bombed out monastery. Okay. So they keep bouncing back and forth. And at the boarding school, you've got Frenchie and he's really nice. And he has this like cute friendship with the uh, daughter of one of the teachers. And then you can tell there's something kind of there between the teacher. Mm-hmm. And so it keeps bouncing back and forth with our nun, Tessa Formiga. Working her way to the monastery. Across the country and kind of trying school. to get there. And then now stuff's going down at that boarding school. Right. And people are getting spooked by a nun. I can't say people are dying. I can say people are getting, <laughs> people are getting scared by that a is nun. The, that is the problem with <laughs> using when most of the people in your cast are children. Yeah. And I'm not you're... saying I want to see that, but it's like, <laughs> there are I, there's there was one Friday the Thirteenth I think it was six where um there's kids at the camp and that had never happened before and I was like yeah. man they're gonna kill some of these kids like Jason's gonna tear these kids apart but they just do it like you know the kids run away or whatever yeah, but the counselors you never yeah they have plenty of counselors okay so how many how many adults did the nun kill at the school then? so he the nun killed. The kill, at the school the, the headmaster the, yeah at the, the end, priest at the, the beginning yeah. and then the headmaster and then the a, kid. The kid that's delivering supplies. Uh, and but I the think priest wasn't it. at that school, right? No, the, the priest was in... No, that like, was the opening That's scene. what I'm saying. So yeah. at, at that boarding school that the nun is speaking head, people for two hours, how many people did the nun kill at that school besides from the headmaster at the end of the movie? It's actually funny that we're talking about Amityville Horror because this is kind of the same premise yeah. where in that movie, whether it's James Brolin... Or Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> is he related to Josh, Josh Brolin? Brolin? He is, as a matter of fact. Oh, yes. okay, cool. Um, whether it's those two characters, like when those when that character goes into the house in Amityville, something attaches onto him and makes him insane, right? Like he is the villain of those movies because what was that movie that we watched with um, the with Justin Long halfway through the movie? Oh, Barbarian! Oh, Barbarian. What a great movie! Like. Give me something like that. Like, talk about writing and interesting characters, and then like stories changing to because this that bounces back and forth amazing. and comes together. Who's right, the real like, villain. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's the. But question. but like, God, we just think about stuff like that, and I know that's just 
it's another horror movie not related between cast creatives. But when we talk about what a horror movie can be mm-hmm. and how interesting bringing two stories and people together and it all coming together and interesting twists and good acting and, and things make sense they're talking about, you know, I just think like that is – that's what's up. That's what I want to see in a horror I, movie. I think – yes, I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. I think original horror is – where it's at do i enjoy these kind of schlocky entries into this franchise yes like am i going to go back and watch the nun 2 again probably maybe but it'll be on in the background while i'm doing something else um but i do agree with you i think that there is a lot of really good under the table horror that is that has come out this year i think because barbarian was this year was it the very beginning of the I year? Think, or was I don't it? think so. No, or was it last? Year? I think it was last. Yeah. Bo is afraid. Is I love Bo is afraid. I think that's horror. Barbarian adjacent. was last year. Okay. I still haven't seen Bo is afraid. It's I. It's I don't fine. know that you'll like it. It's, honestly, it I think a, you're going to think it's boring. It is a little. It's, what's the what's the word? Indulgent is the well. Way it's would. a it's a um, it's very artsy and it's very. Yeah. Um, what's the I word? liked his first two movies. They're great. I um, know, but yeah. it's not. It's not like that though. It's very much like. You know, he's writing a blank check. He's making this movie that's very personal to him. Right. But it just kind of goes and goes and goes. I loved it, but it's... Oh, it goes and but goes it's, and goes. I, I just don't know. Based on, like, what I know about your right. taste in the movie, <laughs> I think that you're going to not like it. But I loved it. I, the, I was in the theater seeing yeah. it. And I don't know. Credits rolled. And I'm just like, this is a great experience. I, so I do think that, like, the... We've talked... You know, there was that there was that boom in horror. Pew, pew, man. We were doing the show, so... It's been in the last 10 years. It's been in the last 10 years where it was Ty West and Adam Wingard and um, X. X and I Pearl, mean, I, I think. I, I love both those movies. For both of them? Yeah. Really? They are, hmm. Okay. Interesting. Do you like them more than this? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, the, the, oh, yeah. But we're, oh, getting, yeah, we're getting a lot of stuff like yeah, that. I mean, they, there, was, there was titties in those. There was. And wieners. <laughs> All of the above. Oh, yeah, they had to get with the bag. Yeah. Kid, Kid, Kid Cudi. Hanging. Throwing his dong out there. Yeah. That's you're right. Is there are original horror movies that are coming out that aren't? And look, you everybody knows how I feel about the Halloween franchise. Oh. Those last two aren't good movies. No, <laughs> but so so disappointing. It is so disappointing because that first one, that so first good. one was so good, so so good, yeah. so, so so good. I gotta so tell you, good. they kill a kid in that one too. Yeah, he reaches, snaps that kid's neck in the car. Um, but that like, there's something in horror movies where it leads to that like, no one's safe when they do that. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. saying. I want to yeah. see it, or they have to do it all the time. But when you do, when you kill a child, but it just shows you that like, if there's a killer out there, they're not going. That like, was the problem in Schindler's List when they let the girl in the red dress live. I was like, <laughs> oh well, now I kind of know. Oh what's, bullshit! Because, this yeah. is all. You know what? Mel Gibson was right. <laughs> don't wow. don't don't. That took a turn. Don't forty uh, <laughs> How do I? For the record, I'm waving because I need to not miss this. For the record, <laughs> I believe in the Holocaust. Uh, I think it happened. Um, Kevin, I'm speaking to you from the past. <laughs> yeah. Edit this at forty five <laughs> to forty six minutes, were, please. But were you against it? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you're looking at the clock. We're at 46 minutes, and we jump to the end at 25. Yeah. Minutes. What happened to the whole show? <laughs> yeah. But there is no, look, this man. Plot, Joe's going through some. This plot right? is so. Can you go to the Wikipedia, please, Tom? This, I, I just read it. I we've got 15 left. We talked about the ending 20 minutes ago. I just want to know plot wise, like what it spells out. I mean, there. I mean, they really. It's a detailed synopsis. It's like seven paragraphs. Yeah. I mean, she. 
we f- I actually I did like following this- the events at St. Cartha's Monastery. Sister Irene now serves in a convent in Italy. Maurice works at a boarding school in France where he can't say Frenchie because they're all named that <laughs> where, he, where he has made friends with a young Irish girl in France. Why? I don't know. Named Sophie, as well as a teacher and her mother, Kate. Irene has a vision of Maurice asking her son to save him, and the next day she is asked by the Cardinal to investigate a series of deaths across Europe. While Irene travels to Tarascon, Sister Deborah, a young novice, joins her without permission. Because if we all know there's one thing the Catholic Church does, (laughs) it allows people to do things without permission. During the train ride, Deborah expresses her difficulty in accepting miracles, like, why are you a nun? Which, <laughs> such as the real... I think she got put there, though. She did. She did. She didn't want to be a nun. Such no. as the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist, while Irene explains to her the importance of faith. That's... Uh, that, I mean, there's like... I mean, I can keep going if you want. A terrorist no. guy, Irene has a vision where she follows Jacques into an alley where he ends up being choked by Valak, the demon who takes the form of a nun. The go. next morning, Deborah tells Irene that she met with Jacques and had given her father Noritz. That's the guy from the first. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. His rosary. At the same time in the boarding school, Sophie is bullied by her classmates and locked up in an abandoned chapel of the school where no one is allowed to enter. The bullies tell her to look at the window with a goat on the mosaic and claim that if she looks away, the devil will appear to haunt her. Okay. Where did that goat thing go? Thank you. Where did that goat I thing had, go? I had to step out right? and take a phone call. No, no. You never explain. You never see it And again. then I came back and I was like, what the hell is that? Like, goat, <laughs> goat demons here? Goat demon gone. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I like they stabbed they did stab that kid. And come and goat. Okay, that's right. <laughs> like I I thought that one girl was gonna die. Like the the head mean girl. Yeah. When she sticks her head into the headmistress's office and like she grabs yeah. her body. I was like, that kid's head's coming off. <laughs> and then she gets stabbed through the door by the goat thing. Yeah. So I I think Blumhouse this isn't Blumhouse though, is it? I don't I remember seeing. I don't remember seeing the logo. No, I don't believe so. I think that whoever owns this franchise is just going to milk it. You know, there were they, certainly it got to the point where in those movies they would introduce a demon. You're like, well, there's your spinoff. Mm-hmm. There's your right. next, there's your next spin. They the, set them up, yeah. Yeah, you know, and I don't know. Without James Wan and Gary Doberman to a to a degree. Yeah, I don't know if you've got the. You can't just hand these off because they need a Feige, a James or, Gunn. They or need a someone to stop doing it. Well, but okay, that's off the table because yeah, these movies <laughs> they they cost ten or twenty million. I'll they, look it up. But yeah, they make a, they make sixty. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, like right. It, they're not going to stop making them. But if they want to keep making them, because eventually, as we know, the they just start making less and less and eventually yeah. then you stop and then then you bring back Reboot it. you know what i mean like which i saw a trailer for that and i didn't even realize that was getting made well oh, this has saw 10 this has 45 oh, percent yeah. on rotten tomatoes so that at least okay tells you like that seems fair you know um but uh It'll yeah 13 million on on opening day so right which is why they're going to keep making them but but they'll eventually the next one will make 10 because people are like and eh, the, the yeah. one wasn't very it'll be so, straight to paramount so why not why not get your act together? Why not bring someone in that can tie this all together, make some really good choices to how the universe pulls in things, you know, make her a young Warren. Like why not get someone that will tie it all well, together? Okay, that's they <laughs> did. Okay. So it's great. They did that in the first one, right? They tied it back mm-hmm. in. They did that in Annabelle in, mm-hmm. in Annabelle creation. The beginning of that movie is 
why the de- demon is in the uh the the doll right mm-hmm. this like uh these two people break into somebody's house and they murder somebody and the blood gets on the doll and now the doll's cursed but- in in Annabelle creation we're introduced to these two sisters who are orphans who are living in this orphanage the one sister becomes possessed and we find out that that sister grows up to be like this Manson cult member who is the one who kills the like goes back it's like they do this full circle thing mm. where they tie those two in together like cool we've closed the loop and then we didn't you know what like, opened I, another I loop. think what the problem is is like we talk about all this and universes and all this i think they need to just stop trying to recreate what marvel's done because it's it, it's really hard to recreate right like that marvel possible first three phases thing up until the infinity war and endgame like that i think, was, I think everything post endgame has been the issue but yeah but that's lightning in a bottle like yeah. they did it plus it they amazing. had you know 50 years of stories to draw and yeah. to pull right, out right, the, right. the the cream of the crop you know how nice is it now when a movie comes out and it's a decent little a good to even decent little movie and you're just like Okay, and it's done. Like, it doesn't have to tie in. It doesn't have to set up a universe. I know they're trying to, on paper, do all this for the business side of it, but they're making these really lackluster movies, and they're they're spinning their wheels trying to get them to all connect. And if they don't do it perfectly, you're like, this sucks, and it, you know... I really think the only things you can do that with, honestly, are comic book movies. I think that because those universes are already so integrated with each other, you can have... Right. A Green Lantern showing up in a Superman movie, you're like, no, that tracks. Like, and that because makes sense. you have the material to build off right. of, right? Yeah. If there were dozens and dozens of TV shows and comics and books about the nun, and this character is, these movies are based on this, and there's this backlog, and people have established these all tied together, but they're trying to do it on the go. They're trying to make a movie and have all these little Easter right. eggs planted. And I think that what they're doing is they're working too hard to try to force it in. You know, it's like the square and a round square peg in a round hole. Mm-hmm. It's not going in. And what you're ending up with is all these complaints because the movie doesn't work where if they just made a spooky movie about a nun, might a, be spooky, kind of fun a, and, a spooky movie about a nun in a, in a bombed out monastery yeah, with kills well, with actual kills. And I think the first one works so well because it is very much a period piece. And I mm-hmm. dig like Gothic Eastern European, mm-hmm. you know, not Eastern the imagery. European in that, I remember the so graveyard yeah. with the mist and like very dark the castle, like all that stuff. The first great. one had a good spooky feel to it. This one I thought just was not scary. And I, I think it had moments. I, I, I do think it had moments. That, I think there was one or two jump scares that did get me. Mm-hmm. But when it's your, we've talked about it before. When it's your only gimmick, yeah, it gets a little old because you because you can see it coming from a mile away every time. Where it's like, I mean, yeah, there's something under that sheet. Of course, it's going to be a scary jump scare. Oh, there's a nun in that shadow. Of course, she's going to go teeth. Like it just <laughs> right. every single thing they did was projected. Where in some of the better movies, I think of Smile with that thing where oh, like there's the man. car and then that's it, a like, great I just, call. I, that is a jump scare or a scare where you know it's coming. Can't and you don't they ruin that in the trailer. That was crazy. But but I told well, you. Well, they ruined this one's. I think best jump scare is when the hand comes and grabs the girl's face. And oh pulls. yeah yeah like yeah. Like that. That's a good jump scare. But it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. But that was smile so good. But yeah, they can make those um, those scares uh, a little bit unpredictable to where mm-hmm. even if you know they're coming, you don't know exactly how. And sometimes they do the mislead the misdirect but then they do it a different way uh-huh. and, you know and so i if i'm gonna be scared in the horror movies i like it when they can be creative not just show I, you one of the things i do like is uh, it's the michael myers 78 gimmick where laurie strode standing in between you know standing in the middle of a doorway and the doorway is black and they light up 
Michael's face. And so it's like he appears out of the darkness. Mm-hmm. And they do that here a few times. And I think that the the design of the nun lends itself really well to like being, I think they do it in hereditary too, where you're looking at it and you're like, is there something like, I know you're supposed to think there's something there, mm. but I think the, the, the makeup and the look of Valak in this one mm. does kind of lend itself to that where you're looking like in the shadows uh, and you think you see something, but then it comes from somewhere else. Like, I, I think those are effective jump scares where you're, they've got you focused here and it comes from over I here. I guess if the nun ever killed anyone. <laughs> but it just seriously. She was trying to give everybody heart attacks. You just know she's scary. Like, it, once it happens six times that she just scares yeah, people. Yeah, they just keep going back right. to it. And right, then yeah. they keep doing it and you're just like, well, it's going to be scary for a second. Like, it's going to be a jump scare and then nothing's going to happen. So, again, I don't know. I think that's my complaint is just that there's not enough going on. And, again, I'm not saying I need people just be killed left and right but follow your rules like the nuns killing people okay now we're in a school full of people the nuns spooking people (laughs) (laughs) it is i was actually thinking of like how these all connected right so we know that one and two the conjuring one two and three are the warrens like that's how they're connected right annabelle is the doll from the beginning of conjuring one and whatever you're into yeah right uh and you get three of those the curse of la llorona almost feels like it wasn't going to be a conjuring movie until they threw in this priest where we were just like, well, he was in, it's the same priest from that movie. Okay. I guess. <laughs> um, and then the nun was in conjuring one and two. And then she got her spinoffs with not with Warren as a nun, which I, again is just insane that they didn't do anything. And I think they were supposed to do, there's a, there's a demon in the, second conjuring called like the crooked man or like crooked like a jack or something <laughs> i don't remember what it was I think is that it, the guy that folds up and stuff yes yeah yeah and i think man. that yeah. was supposed to get a spinoff and that never happened it was like a nursery rhyme or something like in edinburgh which mm. is where that one that second one takes place and they've stopped doing that so now they've stopped creating new demons to get spinoffs movies. So, so we now get, we just so have we get to... three Annabelle movies. We get three nun or two nun movies. We get a curse of La Llorona that had nothing to do with the conjuring stuff, uh, except for this weird priest that shows up. So this, so how's this thing? So they all get together at the the boarding school, and then she's yeah. like Frenchie, and she's like Frenchie, you're bad. Yeah, he's and like, then, which I liked that where even yeah. he doesn't know I'm what's sure, going on. Yeah. I, I dug that. But yes, and then they have a big old fight. They use the the blood of Christ, which is the wine, to poison valak uh she blows up frenchie seems to be okay mm-hmm. i guess he's got a limp in his um got his garden got his garden and he has a re he's reunited with sophie and sophie's mom and tessa formiga's like deuces and that's how it ends like it just ends with her like looking like he frenchie walks away and it just ends with her like standing there and that's how. And then well, and how long it had been? Because like she comes out and he's growing the tomatoes that presumably yeah. she gave him the seeds for. And I'm like, how long were you hanging around after this? Well, we see him plant. So that's true. Moment. That's a good point because they are fully ripe yeah. tomatoes. Uh, and then we get the 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 end credits, the mid credit sequence where, which okay, that's that was the thing. Is there's a scene when, um, Tessa Formiga, no, when Sophie opens a door. And it looks down a hallway and the nun is at the end of the hallway. And I, in my head, I was like, that's the Warren's house. Like, are we doing time jumps? Like it looks like the same wallpaper that we see in the Warren's house when we go there 
uh, in these movies. They were just filming there to save money. They were, yeah. Like, hey, man, we got the set. Can we just film here? And then I had to think about those other movies. I was like, did we see, like, this kid show up? Like, poor Sophie from 1958 shows up in the in the Warren's house, which, knowing Ed Warren, he would love it. We talked about this on Patreon when Joe, Matt, and I were talking about the MCU. And I think the other thing, too, with all these shared universes is, is it's starting to feel like homework to watch a movie. Yeah. That <laughs> I just want to watch a these horror especially. movie. I, these I just, especially. I, I don't care enough about the mythology of the demons and stuff. And I don't haven't seen them all. And we talk about people that come into the MCU and haven't seen 30 movies. Where do you start? Right. But you watch these movies and you're like, yeah, let's. I want to go see a horror movie. It's Friday night. Let's get scared. Right. And then you're Again, like, close spooky season. Where they, who are they? Is that is she the one? For, that's the demon that the person. And who why is that the, priest? Why does that one? The, why does that one look like the gal from The Conjuring? But it's not the yeah. same person. And I'm just like, it's not that you can't make sequels, but when you do the shared universe and they all tie together, and you ask, well, are, are they in their hallway? And is that right? The, and it's like I don't know, man. I, don't know. I just, just want to be. And scared. I don't care to know. And I don't like. No offense. I just don't care to know. Again, <laughs> one and two is where it's at. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's the bread and butter. Yeah. Uh, after that. At your own risk. Annabelle Creation is the good one. Okay, Annabelle yeah. Creation. That's the second. Okay. This, I mean, the second one, yeah, was better than the other two, but hey, they're still the only the only thing on any of these that I would actually recommend are Conjuring one and two. Yeah, I wonder if so, I mean, you guys have told me that for a while. We and did I the d- Conjuring. We covered it. No, we didn't. Because no, because did I, just, did I actually go see that on my own? <laughs> yeah, I, because I, something else big opened that week, and I happened to see the Conjuring as well. Because uh-huh. I was like, guys, we should circle back around and do the Conjuring. It was really good. I remember doing, and a nobody wanted day. to. And then no, I don't think you had seen it yet for some reason. Oh, okay. Because I was pushing for it, and I was like, this is really good. Okay. And and uh, and but then we did do the Conjuring too. Okay. So as well. Yes. <laughs> So uh, so anyway, yeah. there's uh, there it is. I guess there's all that. Let's uh, go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21, and on Letterboxd at the same. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett and subscribe to Circle of Wizards for all your video game talk. Oh, yeah. With Matt F. Bosler himself, friend of the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is Tom. You can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our YouTube where you can watch all of yeah. these episodes. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Vince orders the death of Dolores. Get ready for a spoiler. Don't say it twice, cause we already warned ya Better watch out, it's gonna ruin the plot Real spoilers Real spoilers Real spoilers Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.